are Locked On Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Happy Wednesday, and thanks for listening to Locked On Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right, with John Schuster. All right, now let's look ahead to the Western Conference Finals right now. I think a lot of people, there's a lot of U of A angles with the Golden State Warriors, so let's talk about the Golden State Warriors. Um, You and I have talked about this for quite a bit. Steve Kerr, in our opinion, is an underrated coach. Um, I think a lot of people thought, and maybe he's not underrated anymore, but I think a lot of people thought that Steve Kerr um, would just be, would come in here and, uh, you know, would just come in or just, excuse me, sorry, I just got a weird you know text. What the curse is, you right. know what the curse here is, Mike, is that the curse is that when you have great talent, you're always undervalued as a coach. Okay. Uh, but the ability, especially at this level is to get that great talent to play well right. for you. And Kerr is very good at that. And I think it's clear that Kerr is among the best at that. Uh, You know, he's not the first coach to be, quote unquote, undervalued as being a great coach. Uh, Mm -hmm. Phil Jackson got this all the time. Well, you know, if you got Michael Jordan, anybody can win basketball games. Right. You know, uh, so so you hear. Yeah. But okay, you still got to be able to figure out how to get those players to listen to you in a way where the act doesn't get tiring and old and they just completely shut you out. Right. I, I think Kerr is one of those guys who is very good and exceptionally effective at that. And that's probably the most important thing that he brings to the equation. Does he know basketball? Of course. Can he make adjustments? Absolutely. Uh, but and, and I think players are able to do a lot of that stuff. But the most difficult task that you have ahead of you when you have great players is keeping them engaged. And right. I think this Golden State team uh, it has issues with that. But Kerr is a guy who I think is better at reining that in than perhaps uh, some other folks are, and that is probably his real skill set, I think, as being one of the better coaches in the game. Yeah, and what's really fascinating, too, is that, you know, you lose Kevin Durant, um, and you're able, they have a bunch of injury-filled seasons. Clay Thompson doesn't play. Steph Curry's in and out. They retool, though, and we've talked about it before, but I think what's fascinating about the Warriors is that everything seems to be homegrown, and the way that they're able to retool, you bring in a Jordan Poole, a late first-round pick, who's getting you 20 points a game. Clay Thompson comes back. You got Steph Curry. Um, the They're not a tall team by any means, but they're obviously doing something right because they're continuing to win games, and they're winning games in an impressive manner. The other thing, too, that's fascinating is how much better they are with Steve Kerr than with Mike Brown. Um, I don't know if anybody saw that. Is, I, I think that, that that part is interesting, and maybe it – falls back to what we were and this is maybe Kerr is better at keeping them engaged to me the problem with Golden State is that they are so confident in their abilities that they don't really pay attention right so they can be they have the skill set to beat people by 20 the problem is they know they have the skill set to beat people by 20 so they kind of shut it down and they make games a lot closer, I think, than they need to be. If Golden State could be focused throughout the course of an entire game, I don't know that there's a team in the league and a team left in the field that can be favorably competitive with them. But right. 
sometimes Golden State is its own worst enemy. And I think we saw that in the Memphis series. And I think to some degree, we saw it in the series before. We saw it throughout the course of the regular season. They'll go on great runs and they'll win. You know, Memphis was a good example. They'd be down seven at times and then have to rally back to win by five. How long can you, in in matchups where they should be winning by 20 and in control of the game pretty much by the midway point of the first quarter. But instead, that isn't the case. They go into these lulls and you wonder, and, and, and this is the area where I wonder if, if Golden State can stay engaged and play fundamentally solid from minute one to, to the end of the fourth quarter, I think they win the NBA championship. Right. But if they follow through this pattern that I think has plagued them for a good course of the year, uh, where their overconfidence gets the best of them, can they be had? Yeah. Right. Let's, uh, well, for one thing that if you're worried about overconfidence or overcompensating, built bar is not for you because built bar is what for people that know they need to be able to make incredible inroads with their body. You look around the Golden State Warriors, you see a lot of strong people. Built bar, I'm sure, is a big part of that. We will be right back. All right, John Schuster, it's time for our predictions in the Western Conference Finals. You watched a little bit of the Dallas Mavericks, a little bit of the Golden State Warriors. What say you, John Schuster? How do you well, see this? Uh, how do you see this playing out? I think it's Golden State by six, but I'm the same guy who thought the Suns were going to win in five against right. Dallas. And 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 even in the Utah series, I thought Utah was probably a little bit. I didn't think Utah was a team that was going to advance. I didn't think the team that won in that series was going to advance into the uh, Western Conference Finals. Uh, but Dallas has, to its credit, done a very impressive job of finding supporting characters who have helped Doncic make them a much more well-rounded team. As much as we talk about scouting and the rest of it and navigating and game situations, we also don't view Jason Kidd as being a particularly good coach either. Right. But Dallas has made a hell of a lot of adjustments in their two series here, and right. they've worked. So what whatever it is that they're doing has been very effective. And if we're going to give Kerr credit for being able to rein in Golden State and keep them engaged, you got to give Jason Kidd credit for being mm-hmm. this deep into a, a playoff run where Dallas probably doesn't belong. What I'm guessing is going to occur is that Dallas is going to put a big lineup out there and try to see if they can just crash the glass and uh, you know use that height to uh, counter uh, Golden State's balance on the perimeter. All right, we're going to give you our predictions here, our, in, our very specific predictions on everything here. But you know what? Why listen to us when you could go to the Bet Online Sportsbook? Bet Online Sportsbooks, where it's screaming, come to us. We want to give you money. We want you to bet with us. Bet Online Sportsbooks, the place you want to be. We'll be right back with you. All right. With John Schuster, I'm Mike Luke. It would be really impressive when you think about it if Steve Kerr were to win a fourth title here because, again, Steph Curry is back, Clay Thompson's back, Draymond Green's back, um, but there are different pieces in play here. This almost feels a little bit like the San Antonio or San Antonio Warriors, the San Antonio Spurs of years past where you kind of had the core group of guys, but you kept sprinkling in other incredibly important players, and that extended the window onward, John Schuster. Yeah, that's the key to, I think, putting a good... Obviously, you have to have a talented core, and then you want contributors that fill in the difference, and those contributors can be interchangeable. Uh, and and Golden State has been very good at implementing that, and uh, you know we'll see just how effective it is. Again, I think Golden State is the most talented team remaining, and... Mm-hmm. 
as you're listening to that out there, you that's very much, I think, a kind of duh statement. But, um, you know, even though they're the three seed, I think most people figured that Phoenix and Golden State were going to play in, in a Western conference that looked like there were two teams really here, that Golden State was kind of phoning it in during the regular season. But when they got to the playoffs, that talent was going to work itself through. And so far, they've held up their end of the bargain. Now right. they've got a, a very interesting Dallas team in the Western Conference Finals that has a transcendent player guiding them and really good bench pieces as well. Brunson's a great example, Mike, in that uh, I thought that Brunson would not be nearly as effective in the Phoenix series as he was in the Utah series. And sure enough, early on, that's how that was playing off, playing right. out. But then he got he got good again. He figured out what it was he needed to do and was very effective in doing it. And then Dinwiddie stepped up for them as well. So, so Dallas says Dallas doesn't have a big three per se. I think they've got their, their secondary player and their tertiary player are playing way over their head. But if that continues, you know, hell, maybe they've got a chance. Their ability to contribute, I think has clearly been very impressive. And while you're looking at what Doncic has done, which is phenomenal, and I suspect he's going to be exceptional in this series as well, if Dallas can continue to get important contributions from other players, maybe they've got a punter's chance in this thing. He's John Schuster. I'm Mike Luke. Thanks for listening to Locked On Wildcats.